as well as those viewing us online. And for the Douglas, Simmons, and Weaver the United Methodist Church. Please stand if you are able and join in singing the hymn of celebration in the first Noel, number 
for the affirmation of faith, we will have a responsive reading taken from Psalm 72, verses 1 through 7 and 10 through 14. If you'd like to follow along in your pew Bibles, it's found in the Old Testament on page 500. Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones with justice. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people, the hills, the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon, through all generations. May he be like rain falling on a mowed field, like showers watering the earth. In his days the righteous will flourish, prosperity will abound till the moon is no more. May the kings of Tarsus and of distant shores bring tribute to him. May the kings of Sheba and Sela present him gifts. May all kings bow down to him, and all nations will serve him. For he will deliver the needy who cry out, the afflicted who have no one to help. He will take pity on the weak and the needy, and save the needy from death. He will rescue them from oppression and violence. Please be seated for the announcements. Next week there will be a TCBY meeting. It's January 8th from 5 to 7. That's held in the annex of the back church. Uh, we'll have a baptism on the 22nd of this month. Holy Communion will be today. Baptism of the Lord will be next Sunday, January 8th. Recognition of church leaders will be the 15th, and an anointing service will be held on the 29th. Are there any other announcements? Correction to the youth meeting, they decided to do a walk-in back in the annex on the 6th and the 7th, so we'll have no meeting on the 8th. No youth meeting on the 8th, instead it's a lock-in in the annex on the 6th and 7th. There are no other announcements. Let us stand and join in singing the Hymn of Wonder, We Three Kings, number 166.
The smaller the congregation, the longer I speak. I don't know why that is, but it comes out to that. So let us pray. Oh Lord, when we find that we are abiding in your presence, we discover that your peace is greater than any disruption we may encounter, and noises of worrying, hurting, and disunity. As we start a new year with threats of unrest and division that are on the horizon, let us turn these lives' noisy trials into seeking the ever-present peace that you offer. Dear Lord, we pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the law enforcement personnel who come to us in our time of need. We pray for the uh, military who, pr who protects the, uh, our country, especially Second Lieutenant Carl Smith, who is in Bulgaria. And we pray for health, health workers, and we pray for firefighters. We offer prayer to the leaders of our country, our community, and our church. And we pray for the well-being and safety of our youth. And we especially pray, dear Lord, for those people who are unsaved or non-believers. We, we pray for that they wake up and come to, the, uh, to your path, uh, which will give them eternal life. Now, the, the way they're heading now is uh, for doom and destruction. So we ask that, that these people uh, uh, come and hear, hear your word. We pray for your forgiveness. On this first day of the new month of the new year, we pray for, for your forgiveness for our past uh, waywardness. Uh, and we pray for the, uh, that uh, this new year that they be filled with blessings for, uh, for all of us. We offer prayers for all the names that uh, come across the minds of the people uh, uh, here in the congregation. We know that uh, you know what they, what they are. And we uh, uh, and, and we uh, we pray for for them and for their their, their wishes. Now, now, dear Lord, let us bring to a, a close our our time of prayer by praying together the Lord's prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Can we have an usher, or maybe two ushers, to come forward for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts and offerings?
Our merciful God in heaven, we thank you for this, this opportunity to uh, come this Sunday and uh, uh, worship you, to hear your, uh, your word and uh, to uh, recite your psalms and to sing your hymns, hymns that have, have, a, have, have something to do, a, a connection with, with today being Epiphany, when the three kings came to visit your, your son. We thank you, dear Lord, and we ask that you accept these tithes, these gifts, and these offerings to be used with the help of running your church here in Sidman, Pennsylvania, and for spreading your word throughout the area. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend. Amen. You may be seated. And the lectionary reading for today, the lectionary reading for every Sunday after after every Epiphany Sunday, I should say. We had a, I had a choice to make. It was either today or next Sunday, Epiphany. And then that would cancel out the baptism for the month of January. So I read my notes, and today could be considered Epiphany as well. So we're in the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Uh, this is not mentioned in the book of Luke. After Jesus was born in Beth... Now, listen, there's clues in here to show you that these three men did not show up the night Jesus was born. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the stars, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. The words of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. So this is a, a epiphany, the day that the, uh, 
the magi, the three kings, the wise men, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call them, uh, appeared uh, to uh, worship Jesus. They thought that the the the, uh, the Messiah would be born in Jerusalem, around where Herod worked. They they were so that's why they went to Herod, because they went to, went to the king, thinking that he would know where the Messiah was born. Uh, so they sent them on the, on their on their trip to uh, to uh, to Bethlehem. Uh, there is a uh, uh, some scholars think there may have been more than three wise men, but only three of them are referred to in the uh, in the book of uh, of Matthew. Have you ever thought what the true essence of worship is? Hmm. Well, today you'll find out. With the appearance of the three magi, we have the first sharing of the gospel with the Gentile world. These were not Jews who came. These were Gentiles. Today we think of the birth of the Jewish Messiah as good news, great and good news. However, the world didn't think the birth of a Jewish Messiah was good news. What his birth calls then still exists today. His birth calls humanity to be separated into three groups. Though, oh no, those who react with hostility and hatred, like Herod. Herod didn't want another king around. The second group was those who react with complete indifference, like the Jewish leaders. And the third group were those who react with adoring worship, like the shepherds and the wise men. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. To worship him in spirit and truth means we are to share our innermost self, where our emotions and character lay in our soul and spirit, with true honesty and truth, with our creator, God Almighty. The Magi followed a star in the heavens that led them to Bethlehem to worship this Messiah, just as the shepherds had done at his birth. There's another clue. After praising and worshiping him, the three Magi left by another route because they were forewarned to avoid going back to Herod. The... Uh, the, it, it, the scholars think that Christ Jesus was two years old when they visited him. He was not a baby. It says in the reading to visit the child, to see the child. The child was with his mother in a house, not in a barn or an a, a animal stall or anything like that. So they think he was about the, uh, two years old. When they started their journey... Nobody has said anything about when they started their journey, but it took a long time to get there. And they had to pack because they were going by camel. They had to put their tents up and their food and everything else. They just couldn't go in a day. Hey, let's go up to Bethlehem. We can be there by nightfall. No. It's a couple hundred miles to get from where they were to, uh, to Bethlehem. And they were being directed by a, a star in the sky. After praising, I already told you that one. This shows you that it's next to impossible to return the same way you came after coming to Christ. 
the sign that the Magi gave by leaving another way. The Magi were coming not because of what he was doing for them, but who he was. The Magi studied the stars. God talked to them through the stars. God talks to us in many different ways. Many different ways. And at, at that time, it was believed that anything important happening on earth would be seen in the stars first. And the sky was divided into sections. And of course, they were looking at the, at the section of Israel. Christ wasn't born because a bright star was shining. A bright star was shining because Christ was born. To life's long question that we all seek the answer to is provided to us by the Magi. Why do I exist? The answer to this question is your existence is based on glorifying God and for the enjoyment of him forever. Just think how many Christians there are around the world. Well, just not Christians. How many believers there are around the world who glorify God. And they enjoy being with him, having him with them. That number is getting smaller and smaller each year on the planet Earth. The risk involved is worshiping Christ. The gifts of the Magi presented to Jesus were expensive, showing that worshiping Jesus could be costly. It could cost you self-respect. It could cost you time and effort. It could cost you a change of direction or a change of attitude. Once you come to Jesus, you may not leave as the same person. I'm not the same person I was in 2008, 2007, 2005. That's when I came back to church. I'm, I'm not the, uh, uh, the same person. I try to recall what I was like back then, and I can't remember. All, all I know is the, uh, and I didn't know it until last year when uh, I, I knew before that that uh, in my teaching career I was a bully. I got those kids to play well. They always played well. People told me, that you always have a good band. But I bullied them into playing, playing, playing good. We went to a, a pit halftime, half I don't know if they still do, pit band day. And we were the only Catholic school there and the only elementary school there. And we stood right next to Pitt. And the girls in, in the Pitt band, the flute players, wanted to know how I got my little fourth and fifth graders to play Stars and Stripes forever. It was just a da-da-da-da-dee-da-da-da. It was just that part. They couldn't believe it. They said, how'd you do that? I said, very simple. I'd ask them one question. You want to live to see tomorrow? And they all learned to play the stars, stars and Strikes, Stars and Strikes forever. Well, it was years after I had, had stopped teaching that I realized, like, gee, you know, you were, you were a, a, a bully. And, and I thought I walked away from that person until at Dunlow, we were preparing for three girls, two girls, to play uh, the Christmas hymns that we were going, going to sing. 
and uh, they were doing it under while I was there. Uh, and I found that personality was coming back, and it was like nope. And I just walked away, just walked away from it. Leave it, leave it up to Kathy and the girls. I don't have to get in, involved in it because I didn't care for who that, uh, that 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 person was. That may be one reason why I wanted to come back to uh, uh, to church. You may do like the three kings and leave by a different route, the one that brought you to Christ. What may change is your circumstances and your outlook on life. Nowadays, we don't search for Christ. We expect him to find us, to explain himself, and to give us gifts. The Magi found the Savior and responded with joy through their worship and gifts. The example of how we are to worship Christ was given to us by the three wise men, and that is by honoring Christ for who he is. Not what he gives us, what he, what he may give to, to us, what he may solve, but who he is. The true essence of worship is to be willing to give Christ what's most valuable to you. That's the true essence of worship. To give to Christ what's most valuable to you. The story of the three wise men show you how you ought to choose to live out your life. Not out riding camels, they're not referring to, uh, uh, to that. The, the Magi devoutly followed a heavenly body, a star, to what would become the greatest treasure known in the history of the world, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. Jesus Christ. Scientists have established that there was some kind of star in the sky when Jesus was born. Science. The more science advances, the more they prove that the Bible is correct. That the Bible is right about all of it. Your desire, likewise, ought to be to devoutly follow Christ to the greatest treasure known in the world and in eternity. And that is God himself. Be willing to give Christ what's most valuable to you is the true essence of worship. So now you know. Let us pray. Oh God, you made of one blood all nations, and by a star in the east revealed to all peoples him whose name is Emmanuel. Enable, enable us who know your presence with us so to proclaim his unsearchable riches that all may come to his light and bow before the brightness of his rising who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Amen. Now we move to the communion part of today's service. The words are on the, on the screen, I hope. I, I know they are. Yeah, okay. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join your unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, and gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. A new day, a new week, a new month, a new year. So we're going to go back. I'm sure you've had this done before. COVID set in when we all had to adjust how we uh, could serve communion. Some churches even had to stop uh, serving uh, a, a communion. Uh, one of my churches started in May. Uh, the first Sunday in May, the congregation wanted to start. And the second church decided to wait till June. And the first Sunday in May, we served communion. And the first Sunday in June, we served uh, communion. And believe it or not, everybody survived from uh, uh, both, both, both services. So now we're going to uh, resume to uh, I broke these pieces of bread myself, gloved hands uh, for everybody here. Uh, it's not the tiny little uh, cup of uh, a cube of uh, like sugar. No, it's, it's a piece of hunk that I would give you when you would come up. So if we could have our, uh, I think, uh, two ushers come forward, we'll, we'll start passing the elements out. Now don't leave on me because I'm going to give you the, the juice as well. Do who? Uh, no. Well... Wait, 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 wait. 
back here. There you go. Take your own. Take a pinch of juice. Pinch that food back there. I'll come to you, my dear. Bread is made from the grain of the earth, is symbolic of the seed of life that was planted by Jesus. Take and eat the bread in remembrance of his sacrifice in planting the seed. <coughs> the juice represents the blood of Christ. In Hebrew culture, blood is a sign of life, not death. Take and drink this juice of life and may it give you a renewed sense of Christ's presence within you. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Now let us stand as we recite the Apostles' Creed. Somebody knew what was coming. Let us begin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into Hades, and the third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God. And for thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us remain standing as we sing our final hymn, the hymn of joy. Go tell it on the mountain. Number 138 in the book. May God be in your head and in your understanding. May God be in your eyes and in your looking. May God be in your mouth and in your speaking. May God be in your heart and in your thinking. May God be at your end and at your departing. Go and earn your day. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all God's children said, Amen. Amen.